0: Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, creativity and empowerment coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. Welcome one, welcome all to this week's Practical Magic Podcast, where I'm going to be chatting with my very special guest, Tamara Dreesen, aka Wolf Sister. We're going to be talking about Tamara's work with some ancient technologies, including shamanism, crystals, Reiki, it's all about energy. We're going to be talking about how to balance energy and how you can bring that into the life that you're living. Whilst doing it in a way where you don't feel like you have to throw everything at it. This is all about simplification, not overcomplication. So do enjoy the show. It's a really good one and she's got some great tips within. I am here in the possibly the smallest hotel room <laughs> in the, the world. <laughs> but the cutest hotel room in the world. I'm with my gorgeous friend Tamara Dreesen aka wolf sister she is my soul sister and actually it's really funny because we've just had about an hour's conversation before we've even got on here we were like we really should be recording this so um i just thank you for being here my gorgeous friend
1: having me i'm loving. we we need to move in here we do sitting on my bed
0: i'm like this is just makes me so happy so um tamara wolf sister wolfie gorgeous girl um can you introduce yourself to the crew and just tell us a bit about what your work is all about yeah. and how you got here
1: okay so i am a crystal healer tarot reader reiki master shamanic practitioner i've got a really really long job title <laughs> and now author so i've just written a book yes. called yeah the crystal crane i'm still getting used to so i'm an author you are an author it's like pinch myself and it's real i wrote a book uh last year well i finished it in january all about crystal healing so i'm My thing is just bringing like ancient wisdom and working with natural elements like the moon and crystals and using them for our own healing benefits and to help us more than anything just tune into ourselves and what we need in any given moment. And yeah, reconnect because in modern day life we just get so disconnected, we get so busy hustling, so busy people pleasing and doing all of the things that we forget to check in and then when we do need to check in, we don't know how to check in. So book and my workshops and working with my clients, like one to one is all about just giving space mm. to creating space to fit into what you need to feel and using different elements like crystals and the tarot to help us tap into what what we do need.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And it is such important work and obviously I've been following your journey for a long time and how did you notice your journey to getting connected to these ancient technologies mm-hmm. because I think it's really fascinating and important that the ancient technologies which obviously have been around for millennia yeah. <laughs> since the beginning of time and we're so we are now realizing that they're what we need to connect to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what's been your journey in terms of that connection to them, and then how that's come through in your work?
1: I've always been interested in like crystals, like the tarot and witchy, witchy things. But it was very much in the spiritual closet. I didn't know anyone else that was really into it. People weren't really talking about it. So I'd like dipped in and out. Three years like had had was collecting crystals from like the age of eight, and I think I had my first deck from like fourteen, and I'm like. 34 now, so quite a long time. And was that
0: something you came really naturally to? Yeah, so
1: I remember just being in the Natural History Museum, and you know, just like the souvenir shop is like partly the highlight of any trip, and choosing a piece of rose quartz. Not knowing anything, more, I just super drawn to it and I would just take it everywhere that I went. And then, in like, knowing that it represents like, unconditional love and support, and it was definitely what I needed at that time, but not really knowing. So, it's um, something your intuition, yeah. You and I think towards. children have that anyway, naturally, yeah, don't oh, they?
0: Absolutely.
1: So, like, that was kind of happening. And then the, I don't even know how the tarot deck came into our house, but and at 14, the question is what was like will i have a boyfriend does so and so i was re- using it totally wrong and then just like working with it pulling cards reading it up and at 14 not really it was just quite high level for me at the time But i still kept coming back to it and then i had got my first i think it was like a like unicorn deck and worked for that and then it was that was just a lot more easier for me to connect with and understand and work with and then pull that card and then know how to move with that mm-hmm. yeah when i was like in my teens it was just a lot for me to kind of understand the tarot yeah, because it's a lot deeper within their meanings yeah i dipped in and out and then when i was like 28 i broke up with a guy and it hit me like super hard purely because in hindsight it wasn't right i'd invested so much energy in kidding myself Mm. that it wasn't right so then when it didn't work out it hit me even harder than anything because it i'd just given up my power and my energy and something that wasn't real but also it was a huge lesson because i'd thought i'd come back from traveling and i thought oh everybody's settled down again came back to that thing of like oh if i have a boyfriend it will validate me yeah i'll be happy all of my problems will be solved if i have a boyfriend and i was with this guy and i could not have been unhappier and it didn't work out and then i went to burning man thinking that i was going to have this spiritual awakening and didn't and then i was like really disappointed i had a great time but it was like disappointed that i didn't get that thing that i was looking for but at that point been having like started having counseling and just exploring like meditation and yoga and being more looking reevaluating my relationship with food and then I had a reading with a psychic and I was like talking about yeah I mean I want to have Reiki because I want my chakras rebalanced and I didn't even really know what it meant mm. I think I'd just seen it online and it kind of resonated and the um, psychic was said oh I don't think that you're meant to be having a treatment you're meant to be doing the treatments look into having that because then you can do treatments on yourself all the time when you need it rather than having to wait until you can get an appointment or having the money to have the appointment so I thought, like, oh okay and then had this went for this reiki tumour not really knowing anything about it what it was but just felt right and it speedballed my healing process to the point that my like, therapist was like what's happened like the things that have been triggering me we just our conversations had comple- the energy has completely changed and so that we to the point that she's like i think we need we can, it's time to wind down the um sessions and my relationship with food has completely changed how I felt about myself really changed even my friends were like you are like so calm and zen now compared to how I was before it's a bit like you know when you get a t- taste for something
0: like, I wanna yeah more yes I want to learn about all the
1: chakras I want to know what that means and I want to do these different things and then I just joined a psychic circle kept seeing animals for people instead of things and when I was like meditating I kept seeing animals. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like the world's worst meditator ever. <laughs> like, of course I'm getting this wrong. I'm just seeing animals. God damn those animals. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why am I seeing them? I haven't even been watching, like, Planet Earth or anything <laughs> like that. I started, because they kept recurring. And when I started looking them up, I was like, oh my gosh, that animal means what i'm going through like that's what its message is it led the when i was at the circle the teacher was like i think you're meant to work shamanically you're seeing Mm. all of these animals like that really does indicate um can you give us
0: a a background some people might know what what shamanism is yeah you give us like a brief overview of it because i know it's not a five minute no (laughs) (laughs) again it's like you know ancient ancient wisdom but it just Explain what shamanism is. So
1: shamanism is is obviously predominantly known as like Native American, but you have like Balinese shamans, you have Indian shamans, you have like like, Aboriginal um, people, they work shamanically. But it's working with the elements of nature, Mm. it's working with the spirits as well, and altered states of consciousness. To bring healing, it's work. It's seeing everything as an energy and everything as a spirit, honoring everything as an energy and everything as a spirit, um, and as a thoughts teacher. Thoughts and feelings, exactly, yeah. exactly. But also seeing everything that is around us, so plants, flowers, animals, crystals, as teachers. Yes. So it's taking the wisdom from them. So when I was seeing spirit animals, the meanings from the messages that I was getting from them was representative of their archetypal energy and what that animal represents or what the behaviours of that animal
0: and that's inner and, and outer we, as well exactly. because it's all about our consciousness which is a connection to everything anyway because yeah. we are all energy. Exactly,
1: exactly. And it's looking at like if that animal's coming up for you all the time, how can you be more like that animal? Like how is so for me it was the wolf and that was coming up for me a lot. And when I look looked up in the book. It was talking about old habits basically being cult, and new ways of thinking coming in, and a spiritual awakening, and also it's about being part of a tribe, mm. and a collective, but also for me, it was like going off and getting the wisdom, like being that lone wolf, mm-hmm. and then coming back and bringing that back to the pack. Yes. Which was so relevant for me, but I didn't even, you know when you just don't even realize it, it was just like the tip of the iceberg. And every animal, whether it's a fly, or a ladybird, Ought to bear, you know, they all have equal medicine, and that medicine is their teaching for us. So, shamanically, it is like, yeah, seeing everything as a teacher and really being observant of what's around us, how we're acting. And how we're embodying embodying our own body yeah <laughs> and moving through life and also thinking of the things that are crossing our paths whether it be an animal or a crystal that we are drawn to yeah or a person's energy yeah you know what are we how, how can we use that as as a as part of our support system as a way to understand our ourselves um and take medicine from that yeah so that we can so, like we can heal basically yeah
0: so all of the work you do is based around energy in mm-hmm. whichever form it, it it comes from, you know, whether that's Reiki, Shamanism, mm-hmm. Crystal, and so how, because your new book Crystal Code is all about balancing your energy, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about crystals a bit in a bit more depth in a minute, but what do you think we need to do in terms of managing, checking in, reacting with other people's so that we can balance energy in a very frenetic world where we've got these devices and tech yeah modern with technology that's being built it's almost like false energy yeah how fucking <laughs> do we do it i
1: think that for me it's been a process of learning how to do that it doesn't learning come overnight is, i guess learning and, what and energy the subtleties is. between everything yeah because it is so subtle yeah and learning what maybe how our body responds to certain situations yeah. as an indicator for what's going on or what we need to do it's really getting more perceptive with think Not and not in this perspective of like over analyzing what does this mean but, observing. That happening? but being very observant being a witness before reacting yeah um and for me what i do now that really helps me is rather than thinking what do i need to do the question that i always ask is what will support me today because we have so many like to-do lists. We're do you remember, oversaturated with everything that we need to be doing, which is then when we get out of balance. So then checking in for well, what will support me, it really brings it back to that one foot in front so of the branded, other. isn't it? Because even yeah. when
0: you say that... And you think about the to-do list, the energy spirals up, doesn't it? And it gets really frenetic. Yeah,
1: you're everywhere else, aren't you? And you're not in your
0: body. And then when you say, what do do I need to support me? I can just feel how it's just like, whoa, one foot foot on the ground, second foot on the ground, let's come back into our bodies. Mm. And anybody listening will be able to get that sense of the delicate
1: idiosyncrasies between that energy, right? Definitely. It's so different. And also then thinking, because also then we it's very hard to give ourselves permission mm. to receive what will support us or yeah. ask for it. So then it's learning, okay, right, what will support me? Okay, saying no to doing that. And then the good girl or the good boy in us is like, oh, I can't say no. What if yeah. I let them down? What if they're upset with me? What if I miss that opportunity? What if that's my only chance? all of this stuff comes down, but then if the question is saying, if the answer is saying what will support me is learning to trust that and learning to follow it and even if it doesn't always make sense, seeing what comes out the other side, normally it, it's expansive, mm. you know, and it takes the pressure off. It's like asking what will support me. It takes the pressure off expecting somebody else to support us, which we're having a hard enough time supporting ourselves so it's really hard for them to expect somebody else. Because everybody's just doing their own,
0: you know, everyone's in their own shit all the time, yeah. aren't they? And worrying about exactly the same thing that we're worrying about, just different versions exactly. of. So when we're trying to give it away to somebody else to please them, yeah. they're trying to do it, for, it. Just We're giving it all away. Yeah. It's just like shoving it all away exactly. from ourselves. Whereas support, it comes into the body, into the heart. Mm nurture and i'm you know i'm always talking about the other like a bloody broken record but filling up the cup because yeah. when we can fill up the cup put the oxygen mask on then we're full yeah we're full of the expansive yeah it's not full of the crud and the crap yeah so you know it is when we're when we're nurturing self yeah looking after our energy then it's like the ready break man isn't it yeah. you know it's like you get this warm glow around you mm. and you've got more to give out and exactly. people can respond better to that and that's where the element of real self-care comes into mm. it
1: yeah exactly but it is i know it sounds easier said than done yeah because it's loaded with yeah that answer you come through and then a whole like avalanche of reasons why you can't yeah ego yeah should land on that yeah. so it's really be like really nurturing of that answer and thinking okay well how can i lean into that in a way that feels comfortable because mm. saying no to something outrightly could be really scary and triggering in other ways so thinking of like learning how to say no in it like rather than just saying, okay no nice. it's like okay well i need to say no i don't feel comfortable with that yeah. how can i say no in a way that i feel comfortable yeah and that holds space for that other person yeah where they feel supported so yeah you're not just cutting them off yeah
0: um lucy sheridan talks about this quite well and she says i'll tell you what i can do for yeah. you instead exactly so again it's about bringing it back your own support isn't yeah. it but also being able to feel like you're doing for somebody else, yeah. so you're not kind of just completely cutting it off. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it is, so, it's just a practice. Yeah. So, how did, because this is, you know, this is the stuff that I love to talk about because we are living in a world of overwhelmed burnout. Um, we are codependent. We are XYZ. And we're all trying to work out how we
1: <laughs> walk this <laughs> <Yeah>. thing <laughs> called life <laughs> and have the
0: purpose <laughs> and have the job and, you know, have, be meaningful, all this kind of stuff. Mm. it's such a big thing and obviously your story is my story is everybody's Mm. story how did it come to be then that you were able to take these ancient technologies Mm. what some people might consider woo woo
1: yeah of course
0: (laughs) and make sense of them yeah. in a way because your work is so accessible mm. you know people flock to you because you're you and you're brilliant <laughs> but you're taking all of this ancient wisdom mm. and you're bringing it into the everyday how the bloody hell have you done that and and it, for example working with crystals in such a tangible way yeah. that it's not you know you could have a crystal on your desk and you feel really okay about yeah that. So that you can bring these ancient technologies mm. in and feel okay about that, like yeah. how,
1: how have you gone about that? I think that? it's like I think talking about it in a language and translating it into situations that we would be in in the modern day life, because we don't live like like you said, we are in very busy, we live very busy, frenetic lives. So it's not you know we can't be on retreats all the time, just meditating and going with the flow, and we can't. That's not everyday life. Yeah so it's like thinking well how come and i think that's the thing when i was it so i went to bali and was an apprentice to a shaman there for two months and it was i came back it like how can i bring that rather mm. than having the holiday like not it wasn't a holiday but having the like holiday blues and thinking and having that, 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 that there. Di- yeah exactly yeah. having that divide of like separating myself thinking that was me there and this is how can i bring this into my everyday life yeah because that's what's important And then, yeah, just the way that, for me, weaving it in, seeing, looking at the situations where I'm drawn to it, and it supported me, and I think, yeah, like, speaking about it in a way that is, yeah, just how we can approach it in our everyday life. And it's
0: real-life situations, it's having it in a way, isn't it, that, like you say, with archetypes of... Because I should imagine that, you know, shamanism and talking about animal archetypes, Mm. when you're at a festival, when you're in Bali, when you're in certain places it's just part of common vernacular. Like exactly. when we were on Obanyan, you yeah. could have a, a conversation about <laughs> chakras every day of, you yeah, know, exactly. and people like, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 bring me more. Yeah. But when you're you know, talking to somebody on a, who maybe is a, a high level CEO, yeah. and they're like, don't fucking talk to me about this woo-woo shit. Yeah. You know, it's it's bringing it in a way that then becomes, well, when you're working with somebody intuitively, you're working with that animal archetype, yeah. you can bring in the everyday, how that makes sense. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it is like using the archetypes in a in a way that will make sense to them and speaking mm. their language, yeah. isn't
1: it? Yeah, I think because so in my past life of like past real life, I was a hairdresser, and I think for so know, long. Like my past real life. For, in my past real life, I was a head like obviously in my past other past lives so were real, but in my past current life, yeah, um, I was a hairdresser and. At the beginning, I remember my clients were like, "Oh, what what are you doing this weekend?" And I get a lump, you know, if I'd been at a retreat or I was leading a workshop or yeah, doing, tarry, I I'd get a lump. i would be think like, "Think of me, yeah." Right, so I I would say, I'm like, "Oh, just do some. I've been doing some meditation or something," and I couldn't quite bring myself to say and I really had to practice talking about what I was doing. Um, because like, if I can't talk to them about it, how can I talk to somebody else? and it was really kind of really a great space for me to nurture how I spoke about mm. what I do to people that don't get it yeah because we can't take for granted that everybody gets it because it's like the people the, the people that really really get it, they're already in it. We mm. need to be able to speak about it in a way that people don't get it yet. So that it's accessible to them. Yeah. So really big, And it makes sense to them, Yeah, right? exactly. And maybe it's just that maybe my mind is like, <laughs> the way that my mind works, I do just have, for me to understand something, I really have to break it down and think, well, how am I using it in my everyday mm. life? You know? Yes. How is, like, when, rather, like, thinking, thinking of, like, say with a crystal, so there are some ve- like, when I was researching, I was reading different things about crystals, it's like, how does that, how is that relevant to now? Like, there's a lot of words, but what does that even mean to me? Yeah. (laughs) It's really, they're great words and all of that, and those meanings are great, but how do I, how does that translate into my everyday life? And then looking at, okay, say with, like, labradorite, it's really good for tapping into our subconscious, and it's, like, said to be a stone for, like, shamans and mystics. But for somebody that works in an office... That's not going to explain to them why mm. they're drawn to that crystal because they're like, Well, I don't see my, I don't identify myself yet, <laughs> maybe yeah. as a shaman or a mystic or wanting to tap into my subconscious. Like, what does that mean? I'm even eating my pret
0: sandwich over my keyboard, love. Come yeah, on. Yeah, exactly.
1: I don't even get time to meditate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. And then, but then looking at like, okay, right, this crystal that I have to have with me at this time, what is going on in my life? Looking at the, the previous meanings and then bringing that into this everyday life so for me it's like so another thing for like labradorite is like protection and then for me i was like whenever i'm drawn to labradorite my energy is leaky Mm -hmm. the protection doesn't come from like a force field around me and a barrier or whatever it's actually like how am i protecting my energy how is it leaking and how do i need to seal seal that up okay i get what you're saying
0: so again they're like going to get onto the book in more detail so but but they are almost like a metaphor for what's going on for you as well exactly let's talk about the book then the crystal code yes (laughs) balance your energy transform your life yeah so excited so it's coming out on october the 25th yes yeah give us a bit of an overview of what it's about so from the sounds of it yeah it is about deep coding yeah <laughs> some of the more um we well, just bringing it into everyday mm. life give us an
1: overview so it's you've got the kind of fundamental crystal 101 what they are how to use them how they're formed how to buy them how to choose them um, and then there's a guide to 70 crystals and rather than just saying this is for this I've really tried to be as practical with that as like, okay, well how can you apply that into your life? Because people are very often very passive with crystals. They self-medicate with crystals. They're like, I, that description, I need that in my life. That description, yeah. I need that in my life. So then they have loads of... Like, very. So they take like, them
0: like a pill? Yeah, basically. Rather than them being, like you say, that metaphor for what's going on yeah. for you right now. Yeah, so
1: it's a permission slip. Yeah. I want that in my life. But then what they do is then they leave it on their bedside table and they're like, come on, Crystal, do your thing. Bring that, you know, like come to mama, bring that, like bring that whatever I'm asking for. And then maybe, but then they don't do the work. It's a bit like having a tarot reading, having your fortune told, and being said in the future, this is going to happen. So then you're like, okay, cool. Like the card said that that's going to happen. And then you just don't do anything because you're waiting for that to happen. It's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: So with the crystals, it's like very much like, okay, well, how do you need to, if you're being drawn to that crystal, how do you need to be looking? How can you look at your life through the lens of that crystal? Mm-hmm. And how can how can you co-create with that crystal to make that change again, to transform your? They life.
0: are energy. Yeah, exactly. You are energy. Yeah. Right? So
1: how can you align with that energy to make that happen with the crystal? It's not just like sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I have a crystal by me for something, and then something synchronistically will happen. But the, re- the, the good shit happens when you meditate with your crystals, you connect with them, and you move through life, move through your day, thinking, in thinking, kind of like, what would that crystal do? If yeah. I were that crystal, yeah. what would I do? You know, in this situation. So I so if we brought it back to Labradorite, because we've kind of like touched on that, with Labradorite, my energy is leaky. Mm-hmm. I've been drawn to that because I feel like I need to protect my energy and I want some inspiration and I've got some projects that I want to manifest, but it's just not really happening. Then it's looking at okay, I need, where is my energy leaking? Maybe I'm on social media too much, scrolling, <laughs> numbing myself with Instagram stories. I've got too many tabs open. I'm saying yes to too many things. I'm just saying yes to things that I don't actually even want to be doing. So there is no room for, for you to pursue your creative. So they're like know. little coaching tools. They are like that. That's why yeah. I said they're Cosmic Life Coaches. Wow, yeah. I love that. So, but also how I see it is that it's not about having all the crystals. It's like choose one yeah. and then work with it for a week, for a month and see what happens. Because it's consistency. Because all every crystal has a different teaching, a different medicine. So if you've got all the crystals, imagine you've got all these different life coaches coming at it from different angles. They're so like, do this, do open, uh, open up to love, be confident. Do, you? we can't do it all at one time because we're like, it's learning to walk. So it's thinking, right, I'm gonna choose this crystal and I'm gonna really think like, how can I work with that coach? It's like having like, was it too many cooks for the broth? Yeah. it's too much advice. So it's really choosing one and thinking, okay, how can I open up to that? and be more open, be more perceptive. And like that thing with like shamans, like they didn't, they learn, all of this wisdom was gained from observing, you know, observing the animals. It wasn't just this chance, oh, I've seen this animal, it does that. It was like years and years and years of watching how these animals move, how they behave, how how they interact with their, with whether they're alone, like a lone animal or whether they're a pack animal and also like observing plants when they when maybe they when they grow or when they're harvested or how they make us feel it's observing mm. so it's really learning to like slow down yeah and take yeah.
0: note of and like you say observing rather than go right do your work yeah. on me yeah Cause it ain't gonna work no like it's
1: an, it's an animal <laughs> object
0: like, i know i'm woo
1: but i'm not like it's not gonna do it's only gonna do so much and there are people that are like oh yeah i had this crystal and it was by me and then this thing happened because i wanted it to happen but also it, they work on a process on a uh, through a process of entrainment so crystals are energy we are energy they are submit they are emitting like a very subtle frequency when we're around them, they're influencing how we feel. And it's a bit like if when you, I always use this example of like when you hear a song, you know, whether for me it's like Beyonce, like how, yeah. you know, like think, crystals work like that. And also, yeah. it's different songs make you feel different um, things. What,
0: who is, what crystal is Beyonce? I've got to Rose know. i Rose got. I knew she would yeah. be. She's Rose my girl. Horses, yeah. She is my yeah, girl. Yeah,
1: I said this. I, I said that it came to me when I was working at a festival the other week. And um, I like, yeah, Beyonce is Rose Quartz. And then the one of the DJs that night played a mix of like Destiny Child. I was like, oh my God, Beyonce knows. She's here. She's here. She knows that she's Rose Quartz. Um, and the DJ knows. Yeah, so crystals have that way. But we're so busy that we don't take the time to hear that or feel that. So it might yeah. be happening on a very subtle level, very subconsciously. And like I said, it might work out. It might not.
0: I but really I really like what you're talking about here. Because what's just come to mind is the fact that You know, often we use, we try everything, don't we? Right, I'm going to do yoga, I'm going to do crystals, I'm going to, like, gimme, 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 gimme. But actually, if you went with one thing Mm. for a time or brought it into your practice as well, and observe and be with it, Mm -hmm. and say, I'm going to take this wisdom from one thing rather than just kind of, like, throw it all at me and see what sticks, what wisdom we could really get from that, really like delve into yeah. it and connect with
1: it, and that's the thing. We we're, we're overloaded with so yeah. much, and we put so much pressure on ourselves. And then to do do all the things, then actually you don't get you. It's like you're kind of like digging holes in all different places, but you're not actually getting anywhere. So if you just choose one thing, and give it a chance and see if it works. Like I um last I still didn't know, but like last year I was doing like very focused on certain crystals. So There'd be one workshop. On, um, say amethyst or citrine and for the month before that I would only work with that crystal and then by the end of it I'd just be like I don't ever need any other crystal but this crystal because I've got to know it so well mm. and what it's taught me and I'd always get this separation anxiety it was like but you're supposed to be doing moonstone next like right that workshop's done it's like next month it's moonstone but I'm like oh but I just love citrine so much like it's given me so much you know yeah and that's when you know you've really tapped into, into a gold mine, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I think we're just in that in a culture where just everything's so accessible, and we can try all different we want, things. We want quick fixes, don't yeah, we? exactly. Actually,
0: this is not about ancient technology. Is about teaching slow us slow and slowly, time, slow the yeah. fuck down, and tune in. So, how would people say? People, maybe they've used them before, but not in this way. Mm. Like, how would they go about doing it? Where you're you're choosing medicine from one and working yeah. with that.
1: So I would like, buy my book.
0: <laughs> pre- of <laughs> pre- course. Available. Pre- o- <laughs> yeah,
1: pre-order the book on Amazon. You so you choose one crystal and then you would go through a process with every whenever you get a new crystal, I always say like cleanse, charge, and program it. How do you do that? So cleanse it, you could be I'm gonna do it simple, like there are so many different ways to do it, but for somebody that hasn't got anything and is completely new to it, get the crystal, choose one crystal the one that you are mo- most drawn to, even if it's the one that you would normally, wouldn't normally would normally go to, or... And choose with your heart, not your eyes, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And even if... You, what you can do is have a few crystals in front of you, close your eyes, and just move your hands, like, over the crystals, and yeah. just feel which... Again, which one that you... Like, or even a lucky dip bag. Yeah. <laughs> Put them on in, and just see which one that you pull out. Yeah. Choose it just pure on, because I do this in uh, my crystal one Crystals 101 workshop. I do a lucky dip. And people pull out, and it wasn't like a lot, the feedback is like, I would never have chosen this crystal. It's not my color. It's not my shape. It's not my thing. And actually, I don't know if I like it. And then we do the work, and they're like,
0: This is the best crystal. crystal ever. Like <laughs> Gollum
1: comes out. Like, my <laughs> <laughs> um, so then you would get your crystal, and then you would visit visual- So they were saying, you've got none, not like none of the witchy paraphernalia. You've not done anything hold the crystal and then just visualize, like sit somewhere comfortably, somewhere quiet, visualize that you and the crystal are being bathed in pure white light. Mm-hmm. Imagine that you are under a shower, of pure white light washing over you and washing the crystal, and imagine that any unwanted energy is just being washed away from you, any distractions. And when you talk about unwanted energy, yeah. That's to clarify any
0: energy that's been picked up, maybe from somebody who's been handling or yes, it's exactly.
1: And I always try to. I don't like to say like negative energy, like because it's just it's just cleaning. Yeah, exactly. It? Yeah. It's like we get very there's a thing I think also people are like oh their energy so negative or that energy is it's not energy that is I'm like bunny ears negative. It's just energy that needs love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we forget that, and we re- and think when we don't accept that in somebody else or something else, we're also closing that off and not mm. being compassionate to ourselves which is shadow work definitely so you would unwanted yeah unwanted energy is just like you said that if somebody else has been had it that you don't know it's just good vibe hygiene
0: Goodbye yeah. hiding, everybody.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, and it's any It's even, not a
0: shower wash yeah, for that. Are no, it? exactly. A chakra shower. Oh, yeah, a
1: chakra shower. <laughs> Do that. Um but yeah, so any unwanted energy would be so somebody that's had it before, you don't know where it's been. It could be any distractions of attachments to things from the past or from the future, and just, like, anything that you just want to let go of that is maybe blocking you or holding you back.
0: So not bringing your energy that's not going to work into the crystal yeah, as like, well. Yeah, like, just imagine
1: that you were both being cleansed. You are yeah. just, like, this blank, fresh page is just being created by this shower. It's just washing everything away so that you can start fresh. I'm going to do this in the morning, actually. It feels like
0: a really nice one to yeah. do. Yeah,
1: it doesn't have to take long. You could even, if you, you could just do it for... 10 seconds you can have like a power shower <laughs> imagine just like this jet wash over you or you could set a timer you know and think right i'm just gonna do this for this look put on some nice music and just, i'm gonna put it, or a song i'm just gonna sit here and be under my energy shower with my crystal while my favorite song plays yeah to get us in the mood or a song that you think a power song that you really want to be your thing yeah. So, have the crystal. Imagine that you and the crystal are being washed with like pure white light, as if you're in the shower or a waterfall. Then, what you would do is to charge it. So, crystals come from the earth. Like they Mm. love like us. Like they love the sun. They love like moon. The moon, like the full moon, will energize the crystal. Running water, connecting with the elements, even just putting on the on the earth, under your favorite plant or something. If you've got a garden or your house plant, (laughs) if you want. So, giving it chance to like recharge and soak up some energy from nature because again if it's been in a shop
0: yeah in
1: a plastic bag or something it's been disconnected it's a bit like us when we need our holidays yeah you know, how we feel when we've been swimming in the sea and we've been in, on the sun and yeah charging like, putting our feet on the ground exactly barefoot, yeah, yeah exactly it's the same for crystals so give it a chance to recharge and you could put it if it's a full moon you could put it out on the full moon um like either on your windowsill or out in the garden somewhere safe you could put it on the windowsill. In the sun, or again outside in the sun, or you could just run it under the tap, like hold it in your hand and just like have running water. Do that, so you're just like charging it up, Mm -hmm. a bit like you'd like plug your phone in to charge. And then you would program it. So what it is like when you program it, you are telling the crystal what to do. Our intentions are so powerful, and also it gives us something to aim for. So you could say to the crystal, "I'm open to being supported." To overcome my fear of failure Yeah, you know, like let's do this or I'm open to receiving love in my life or I'm open to exploring self care
0: and would you select the crystal well obviously you, you pulled the crystal intuitively yeah do you think that it's aligned with your intention what the power of the crystal can do or is it just it comes from your intuition anyway? So I
1: think that your intention because say if you were looking for love. Yeah. Every, everybody goes I to Rose, go Quartz. Rose Quartz. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Rose Quartz isn't the thing that you need to get okay. to love. Maybe it's Black Obsidian where you're cutting a cord. I get you. To the past. Yes. that's So what you whichever
0: need it is there's a crystal but your intention can be whatever it needs to be. But the lesson is in the crystal, the crystal yeah. itself.
1: But you don't always know that. So again, very logically, we're like, I need love. I need rose quartz. Yeah. But actually, our intent—that's why I'm saying—choose it. The lesson is in yeah. the crystal and yeah. its
0: archetype, yes. right? I get it. So you. One, So
1: if you're saying, okay, this is what I need, but then the crystal is maybe feels very unrelated. Trust that. Go with it. Yeah. So say I'm open to whatever. And then if you were saying, if you were trying to manifest something, so I'm open to. A pay rise or a new job you could say I'm open to that like I'm open to being supported to this or, and if you wanted to be specific with the job that you wanted or the pay rise and you could say that and then finish it with this or something better yes Um, it's like something that I like to do so you program it and you could say it either do it like say it as like I'm open to or say if you were exploring say self-love you could say I am love yeah so the different ways that you can do it and then say it three times as if you're saying it to the crystal then you could do a meditation with a crystal. Um, you could just keep the crystal close by and just see what comes up for you. Placing it on the body as well. Yeah.
0: Like I found if I put clear quartz on my third eye, mm. bloody hell, it's just like this electricity yeah. going off in, the, in in that particular part. Mm incredible isn't yeah. it to do that yeah you and must do a lot of that yeah your, your yeah work. and
1: like even i think because also when it's you've got the body contact even if it's on your clothes because they're they're working on your aura so your energy field mm. around you they're they're tuning into that so yeah you, you can and in the book i've got different like meditations you've got rituals that you can do you could make with certain crystals you can make crystal water
0: yeah
1: where you in place a crystal in like drinking water and you allow its energy to infuse in the water and then you can drink that obviously not the crystal so there are lots of different ways can in baths you can go about as well bath, exactly yeah. so ritual bars are really good so that you can put put the crystal in the water again if if it's double check that if it's okay to go in water because some crystals aren't don't like water mm. and so they're soap dodges that <laughs> <laughs> you and then basically what happens is the water receives the imprint of the crystal so mm-hmm. when you're bathing in that water your whole body is surrounded in the energy of that crystal which is amazing and size doesn't matter it's what you do with it that counts <laughs> ain't that the truth <laughs> it is like so don't think oh, i've got to have the biggest one to change my life like i've had the biggest like breakthroughs from working with tiny crystals you know because i've taken the time to get to know it and some crystals aren't you couldn't carry it like a giant geode like in, can you no <laughs> imagine I've got this were, a giant um,
0: rose quartz which I absolutely adore and it's like every time I do something I want to take it with me. Yeah. it's like no, no yeah. I just don't think this is going to work
1: <laughs> imagine so trying to, to meditate up. with that I know
0: on my head. <laughs> like, yeah. Even if I've got a picture of it though, I find that I'm tuning into the yeah. energy of
1: it. Yeah, definitely. And you don't need, again, like you don't need, I've like, said that in the book, like, you don't need all of the crystals. Even just spend some time meditating on the picture of the crystal. Yeah. Like, I don't want people to feel like that they've got to spend. Yeah. Crystals are addictive. Most people spend a lot of money on like end up spending a lot of crystals because also because I think we're not using them properly. You're like, oh, I bought this one; it hasn't worked. I need that one. I, I need to buy another and one. And I
0: also want to come to the point about being conscious with the earth, right? Yeah. So the thing that slightly worries me is that all these things that we feel we need to have that are actually ruining the earth yes. as well because of mining and things yeah. like this. So how do you consciously? go about shopping yeah for a crystal you know who do you know is reputable where they've come from you like so you, would was you know always like
1: whenever i'm buying crystals like you just you can just check in most people are quite op- most shops and suppliers are quite open with like their when they're open about it then you know yeah that they're most of my suppliers are super proud that they are connected to the mines like the um, where they come from, and that they're from places that that they're mined in ways that are sustainable, and the people that are mining for them have good, like they're looked after basically. Mm. They're not kind of being exploited uh, or in dangerous situations. So it's checking in. I think more people are becoming aware of that. I know that she's lost control. They sell crystals, and they pride themselves on making sure that they're from. Good place you know, good places, and they're sourced ethically. Yeah, because so, it's a contradiction, otherwise, isn't it? Of, of course, of
0: course, absolutely. Mm. So, really good lesson there, in just in terms of checking in yeah. where it's from, yeah. and and again, us becoming more conscious about our shopping habits mm. across the Again, because so you don't
1: need them all, as well. No, you that's I we like after spending a month with one crystal, I'm like, I already ever need this crystal. I don't need, you know, yeah. I don't need another. And also, you'll probably find. Like I do this is that I end up get it's a bit like, you know, when you shop for lipsticks you oh I love that colour and you get home and it's the same as all the other colours. Yeah,
0: oh my god, all the time. <laughs>
1: <Just> I <laughs> always go
0: back to the <laughs> same. And one.
1: it's the same thing, like mine was like amethyst. I'd always it, was, it took me years to it like even like to think, Oh my god, amethyst is my one. Like it's the one that I always come back to, it's the one that Marjorie drawn to, it's the most predominant one in my collection. And it's like I don't need all of those pieces of amethyst, I just amethyst. I just need to connect with that one. Yeah. But because I keep getting drawn to it, it's because I need to work with it. Yeah. Rather than thinking, oh, I need another one.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. And that's a lot about us, right? Yeah. And the lesson is the lesson that's there right in front of you Mm. rather than looking out for all the answers. Exactly, yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Which kind of really ties into all of our work, which is is all the the wisdoms within. Mm. It's about, you know, if you're using tools, you're only tuning into your own wisdom anyway. Yeah, they're just a reflection.
1: The crystal isn't... the the crystal
0: hasn't got the power to change it a bit like you know tarot for example it's all archetype yes it's all connection to your unconscious yes there's not something out there that's going to telling you you know because whenever i talk to people about tarot or even my deck they're like oh yeah but it's um it's all a bit weird isn't it yeah it's like
1: nobody's coming from you yeah
0: so it's not weird. No, at all. you know, it's you yeah. having a conversation it's with yourself. It's
1: so funny other people's like misconceptions. Effect. Yeah, I was. Um, it's hilarious. I was getting the. I was coming. I was doing a day of tarot readings at. She's lost controls the other week, and I was on the train coming home, and these guys had like sat with sat with sat with me, and they'd been watching the football. And this guy was like, "Let me guess." And I was like, "This is so ironic. come get someone's trying to tell, like read me." I will just like read me. <laughs> this like football fan. He's so, like, let me guess. And he was like looking, he's like, you've been at work, cause you haven't got shopping bags. <laughs> and he was like trying to guess what I had, had for dinner, and then he was trying to guess what I was what I did for work. In the end, it was like, hello, you know, you're just humoring them, and they're really like sweet guys. I was like, I'm, they were, like so what have you been doing then? I was like, I'm a tarot reader. And they were, like, what? And they, but it was really well received. Like, they were like, I've never met anyone that does that for a job. And they're like, What do you, like, what do you do if you've got to tell someone something bad? Or what if they get a bad card? It's like, it's not about having, it's not about having good or bad cards. Mm. It's what we see. We could get a good card, but also the good card could, we could take that for granted Mm. or it could lead us to another direction. There's no, again, like I was saying, like, I don't see necessarily positive negative or light and dark or. It just is. Exactly, it's all at the end, and it's what we do, what it? we do with that because we're all spectrum of light. Exactly. So, but it was really interesting, like speaking to them, and they're like, "Do you do it your boyfriend?" You, like, they like, "Do you use it and, like if you're trying to choose a takeaway?" <laughs> like, what does the card say? Like, no. It
0: oh my god.
1: Shall <laughs> oh so like I that. have
0: a Chinese? That's today. what he
1: said. He was like, Shall we have a Chinese?" reading? What would the tarot card yeah, exactly. choosing yeah, the know. takeaway?
0: That's fucking brilliant. I don't know. How interesting. But yeah, so
1: it's really, really interesting uh, different people's perceptions. Yeah. And that thing people are like, oh, but I wouldn't want to be told anything bad. Like heaven forbid that you were told something bad. But it's like bad stuff happens, but it's what we do, and it's better to be forewarned or have a self awareness around just, it. This is the, what's obviously th- this is the energy
0: that's picking up. Yeah, it's being picked up. This is what's going on with yeah. you. You know, what do you want to how do you want to deal with mm. that? holding the mirror up to that isn't it exactly we I mean we could talk about we've already been going for 45 minutes um, so we could talk about this forever but I want to find out yeah what are your kind of three self-care tips that you're going to share with the practical magic so my
1: three self-care tips my favorite thing at the moment is morning pages so Mm -hmm. writing first thing in the morning and I don't do it every day disclaimer (laughs) but most days and I love doing it is this writing three pages of just whatever's on my mind and it really helps me process things. So much comes up when you're
0: dreaming as well. Doesn't yeah.
1: It? Oh, don't even go there with dreams. <laughs> like it might have been so freaky. Yeah. So just processing things because I think it's a really good way to start your. And it, what it does is it just clears out the junk. And it really, since doing it, it just really helps me process things. So I'm not overthink. I'm not overthinking it when it doesn't need overthinking. Yeah. I've worked out on those morning pages, and then I can carry on with yeah. my day. Um. So that's great, and I think before I used to be like oh it's all about meditation and meditation is amazing but I think sometimes what happens with meditation is that it switches our gear it puts us into a certain in a different gear we press pause on everything and that's the thing and with meditation it's about just being like not having any thoughts as much as possible and which most people are just like I can't do yeah. that so whereas you, actually
0: the physical writing something down is filtrating the thoughts it might be give you the space to be able to do that yeah exactly because what
1: happens is so what i do is i do like a short meditation 10 minutes and then i would do the morning pages because also i think sometimes what happens is you do the meditation and then you come out of it and the shit's still there (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's not going away yeah exactly yeah you might feel more calm and more relaxed but it's still there and you still got to deal with it but if you carry on and you're busy and you haven't processed it it's not going to go anywhere it's just still going to be kind of haunting haunting Mm. you or buzzing around like a fly so doing the morning pages just helps you work things out, so that you can really start the day with a clear head, knowing what you're aiming for. Maybe knowing, like figuring out why something pissed you off or yeah. why why you can't you know why you can't let or go of something. Or just that thought that's thought. buzzing around. It's like oh well, I've got that out now, so I don't have to. Yeah, it doesn't have to keep exactly. buzzing around. Exactly. So you can you've got the energy to do the other thing. So yeah, morning pages are great for like yeah just getting clear on stuff, having ideas because you don't know what's going to come through. And then I do Reiki on myself every day because it just makes such a difference for me. And then having crystals around me, but also it's like not necessarily like for me. Before it used to be like I used to have, have to wear all the crystals and have them all around me, but now it's like okay, what crystal? Am I, what crystal am I drawn to? What support am I giving myself yeah. today? What, yeah. What 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 crystal am I drawn to? What is that lesson? How can I move through my life? So I don't need to have the crystal. I can be the crystal. Yeah. Like that, you
0: don't have to have the crystal, yeah. you can be the crystal, exactly,
1: which is what it's all about. It's becoming a human because crystal because we're all energy, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so looking at that, and then what else? Back to what I was saying earlier my question what will support me every day? What will support me today, and whatever that is, you know, whether it's actually just taking some time off work, whether it's saying no to something or stepping back from something before I reply to an email, you know really just checking in with that what will support me Mm. today and navigating what answer's coming through i love that
0: god it's such a simple reframe isn't it what will support me today rather than what do i have to do today yeah and i want to know we've talked about beyonce (laughs) (laughs) what's your go-to track the moment in terms of it's going to get you fired up and click Uh, my fingers like a minute i -uh.
1: I love on spotify now because i think it's like heavily rotated (laughs) like what you've got at the moment my heavy rotation is the carters it's that album with like beyonce and jay-z caesar which is like S S Z A. S Z A S Z A Caesar. I can't get my head right. I was like I know SZA, I think it's Caesar. That. My friend who's been to a concert said it was Caesar. I'm sure she said it was Caesar. Right, I'm trying or to or write S Z A.
0: Right. Yeah, I haven't got a specific song. But what's the kind of vibe of, that you're you're picking up with? Is it like, kind of rousing? Is it
1: It's more just like And Drake. And Drake. Drake My friend's like, why do you keep this? I love Drake. It's just like I don't know why I just. Descri- I think it's just being in your power, and like music yes. is about not giving a fuck. Yes. That's what I love about it. It's just telling the truth, and also that I really like how like they're talking about everyday things. Yeah. But in a different, it's not like how we would talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Like the and then it the artistry, the- artistry of the language yeah. Yeah, that yeah, they're yeah, using yeah. And is then what it I really into appreciate. the
0: language of our emotion, right? Yeah. It's all reflection of how we're
1: feeling. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Amazing,
0: darling. I'm going to put the links up to everything yeah. on the podcast page. <laughs> but remind us again, when's Crystal Code coming
1: out? The 25th of October in the UK and then the 30th of October in the US. If okay, US and where can people find you? They can find me... Instagram is where I hang out all the time. Mostly underscore underscore wolfsister. And then my website is just www.wolfsister.com. Amazing. So they're my, like, hangouts and then... They can find me there and message me if they want to chat. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you.
0: <laughs> thank you, every single one of you, for listening in to this week's Practical Magic podcast with myself and Wolf Sister, all about balancing energy. You're going to be able to find all of the links to the show in the podcast page. So do head on over there. It's my birthday month. Woo! It's my birthday on the 5th. Happy birthday to me. I just wanted to share with you a very special discount code that you can use on the Practical Magic website www.practicalmagicliving.com where you can get 10% off of anything on the website there. So whether that's a Practical Magic deck, whether that's a Practical magic limited edition piece of meditative artwork for the wall, or whether it's getting a reading with myself, I've got some very special one hour, three card, one to one readings. So that's going to be up for the whole month of October. All you've got to do is enter the code PM birthday and to the checkout and you can get 10% off so do head on over there until next week my lovely ones I really look forward to speaking with you then have a fantastic week take care